Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We saw in our last episode together um, the end, basically, (laughs) of uh, several episodes of where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Well, now the news has reached the religionists, the powers that be. And you remember what happened. So let's look at that again, just to set the context again. It's in John chapter 11, verse 49. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, so now he's speaking to all the other chief priests. He's speaking to the uh, Pharisees, to the Sanhedrin, to the gathering, the council, okay? And he says to them, you know nothing at all, nor do you take into account that it is expedient for you that one man die for the people and that the whole nation would not perish. Verse 51. Now, he did not say this on his own initiative, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one, the children of God who were scattered abroad. And as we saw in the last episode, this is a profound, profound thing. He was speaking forth this, but it wasn't of his own initiative. Uh, this is really sort of a kind of thing like you had with uh, the donkey speaking to Balaam. Okay. The high priest is speaking, and he thinks he's speaking words that, that are going to uh, preserve uh, the nation of Israel. It's going to preserve their power, and that's what they were really uh, fearful about. But he's speaking forth a prophetic word from the Most High God that's proclaiming that Jesus is going to die. He thinks that he needs to die, again, to preserve their lifestyle. But the Lord is saying that Jesus is dying not only for the nation, the people of Israel, but he's dying for all mankind, for those who will be gathered together as one, as the children of God. And there's many, many uh, prophecies in the Old Testament that give us insight into this, that it's not going to be just for the Jews that this Messiah would come, but it would be for all the nations also. So the high priest says this. So what did they decide to do? Well, verse 53, the very next verse tells us. So from that day on, they planned together to kill him. Now, up to this point in time, they've been trying to catch him. They've been trying to entrap him. Entrap him. They wanted to seize him. They wanted to get him out of the way. There were times when we've seen that they there were some who wanted to kill him. But now the idea seems to be that they were all in one mind over this. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that every one of them agreed. We've already seen where there's uh, some leaders that were concerned about this, that didn't agree with this, were thinking, okay, well, something's wrong with this. And so, but overall, as a, shall we say, committee, <laughs> they have decided, okay, we're going to plan together and we're going to kill him. Verse 54 says, therefore, in light of this, and <clears throat> because of this, Jesus no longer continued to walk publicly among the Jews. So this is a major transition within the writing of John here, within the Gospel of John. Up to this point in time, uh, the things that John has recounted uh, have been very public things that Jesus did. And that was uh, part of the plan and the structure and the writing of John. Remember why he wrote this. 
he wrote these, uh, this whole account here, this gospel, the good news, and he gave us seven uh, different uh, signs, seven different wonders that Jesus did. And he gave these things so that we would believe that he is the Christ, and by believing that we would be saved. And so these first 11 chapters right here, it was a very public type of thing. Everything was done out in the open. Uh, the populace saw what was happening. The balance of the book will not be like that. Okay? So it also gives us some insight right here. Uh, it says Jesus no longer continued to walk publicly. The Lord knew what was going on. He found out about it, and John is recounting that to us. So what did he do? Well, let's continue reading the sentence. Therefore, Jesus no longer continued to walk publicly among the Jews, but went away from there to the country near the wilderness into a city called Ephraim. And there he stayed with his disciples, with the disciples. So he left town. Okay, He left. Now, remember, he had already left and gone away when he heard that Lazarus has died. And some of the disciples, like Thomas, were not excited about going back. They said, hey, they want to kill you down there. Okay, They knew what was happening, what was going on. Well, now it's intensified. It actually has a... Um, an air of officialness with it right now because this group had met together and they had now planned to kill him. But you might say, well, maybe the people didn't know about it. Maybe they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Read the next verse. <clears throat> now, verse 55. Now, the Passover of the Jews was near. And so all through John, we see that there's time and elements that he gets us, <clears throat> particularly around the feast. And I believe this is... Uh, Either the third, sometimes people say the fourth Passover, the second, the third Passover that's in uh, Scripture. There's one at the beginning of John where he calls uh, the feast, and people think that that's perhaps a Passover. I don't think it is, because every time it was a Passover, John said it was a Passover. Okay? The feast was another feast. So anyway, this is the last Passover that, uh, that we're going to see. And it, that time is drawing near. So many of the Jews went to Jerusalem out of the country before the Passover, to purify themselves. So they came from their hometowns, they came to the city, and they came a little ahead of the Passover to purify themselves. Verse 56. So they were seeking for Jesus. Isn't that interesting? That just sort of struck me. They're coming to purify themselves. The very next phrase says, so they were seeking for Jesus. Were they seeking for Jesus to purify themselves? Well, not from the perspective of the law, no but from the perspective of the fulfillment of the law and what was going to happen and what was going to occur, that's exactly what was going to happen. So verse 56, they were seeking for Jesus and were saying to one another as they stood in the temple, what do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? So they knew that Jesus had left. I believe they knew, because what we're about to see in the next verse, what had been instructed and what had been mandated. And so now the question that, and they're speaking among one another. Do you think he will even come at all? We've actually seen this before uh, with Jesus, where they were whispering about it because they were scared of what the religious rulers had said. Watch what they say now. Last verse today, verse 57. And now the chief priest and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he was to report it so that they might seize him. So before the Pharisees and the chief priests had been working behind the scenes, they had said some things. Does anybody know where Jesus is? Y'all need to tell us we're looking for him. Now they're giving orders. Now is an order that had gone out to the entirety of the people, apparently, 
Okay, because it says if anyone knew where he was, he was to report it so that they might seize him. Uh, they were being fair, very forthright about this now. So all the people knew that an arrest warrant had gone out for Jesus, for lack of a better term. And now they're questioning, what do you think? you think he's going to come to the feast at all since this is going down and this is happening? So as I said, we see a transition here in the gospel. Jesus no longer will, will be moving publicly because it has reached an intensity in the battle between he and the religions that they're going to arrest him and they're going to kill him. But it's the festival time. The feast is about to come, the feast of Passover and the feast of unleavened bread. What would the Jewish leaders do? Well, you probably know a lot of the story, and we'll see the rest of it as we go along. Again, I'm Dale, and thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you later.